Real people. Real opinions. Real talk radio. The multi-award-winning Niall Boylan Show. Classic hits. I'm going to read this out to you. I've got an interesting message here that was on Mum's Nest today, and I thought it was intriguing. You didn't get around to talking about it today, so I said I'd do it now. I've been with my partner for four years. He was with his ex for four years before us. They have no children together, neither do we. In all the time we've been together, he has stayed in contact with her, meaning his ex. Messages, phone calls, FaceTime, uh, though not meeting up. Uh, when I first found out one year into that, uh, that this was going on, I told him I wasn't comfortable with it and didn't see a need for it. And uh, he wouldn't like it if it was the other way around. I have never been in contact with any of my exes. I know as he can uh, be a bit jealous and he has agreed to stop contact as it was making me upset. Fast forward another three years and it's still going on. She messaged him uh, the other day whilst I was there and he told me then uh, deleted it quickly. I was upset by this, so he showed me. Nothing bad, just catching up. Uh, Obviously, he's phoning her from the message. Uh, They're chatting regularly. I was really upset and I asked him why he feels the need to keep doing this when he knows it's upsetting me. And I, I see it as betrayal, as though he's putting her feelings before mine. He says he doesn't reply. I found messages today between them yesterday uh, that he started off and she uh, commented uh, about him phoning her, etc. I really don't know how to handle this. Uh, do I accept he wants to stay in touch and my feelings don't matter? Or do I have it out with him uh, knowing deep down he's not going to stop? I would say uh, I would say before I found out way back uh, they were in contact and I never doubted him and never worried about our relationship. But now I've changed into someone I don't like because he's continuing to do this and I worry constantly about it. I'm wondering whether uh, to contact her and ask her about the regularity of the contact. I've posted this before, but I got slated on, online for being controlling. A lot of mums uh, were saying that they wouldn't have a problem with it and so I shouldn't, which is fair enough. But what if you do have a problem with it? Uh, Would you just accept he's not going to change and just get on with your life and let it go? Now, so she's basically saying the last time she posted this up on Facebook or social media, whatever it was, people told her to get over it. She was being controlling. Clearly... I think she's, by her own admission, he's not doing anything wrong in the text. He's not, you know, sex texting or there's nothing suspicious about the text. It's just catching up. How are you today? How's things? Did you have a good weekend? Those kind of just normal, everyday, friendly, friend-to-friend questions. So there's nothing sexual, you know what I mean? There's nothing like, you know, you're looking hot today or anything like that. So, But he is still keeping a friendly relationship going with his ex that he was with for four years before her. And she's with him now four years. I'm asking you, how would you feel about that? Would you accept that? Is that okay? Would you have an issue with your partner talking to their ex or staying good friends with their ex? I would, my feelings on it would be, I believe they're an ex for a reason, but however, uh, would you have an issue with your partner talking to their ex or remaining friends with their ex? Let me know what you think. Uh, the number is 087 You can WhatsApp or text. So just just WhatsApp or text a simple yes or no. Would you have an issue with it? Yes, I would have an issue with it. Or no, it's no problem at all. Uh, Niall, I keep dreaming every night for weeks that I'm drowning in a local lake and a hand appears and pulls me up. The hand belongs to a guy I dated briefly. Any ideas? Now, 
I'm not Michael, so I can't interpret your dream, but I'm going to have a guess. I think you fancy the guy. <laughs> That's all the dream is about. People have the most bizarre dreams, don't they? The person says, uh, I used to have a dream. Oh, yeah. Hi, now. Uh, I'm Michael. Well, Michael is gone now, unfortunately. I used to have the same dream for months. Everywhere I was going, I had to swim to get there. And I was going on a ship, and I had to swim to reach the ship. A lot of water going on there. Maybe, I don't know, did you have a flood in the house recently? Sorry, my my interpretation of your dreams is not real, by the way. I'm just having the crack, all right? I, I have to say, people are having very strange dreams. Getting back to this uh, idea of having a relationship with your ex. And when I say a relationship, just a friendly relationship, uh, would your partner be happy? Would you be happy if your partner was doing it? Uh, somebody says, uh, yeah, this is called having your cake and eat it, Niall. Call it an, an emotional affair with the ex. Well, yeah, you're probably right. It kind of is. Is your relationship strong enough? You shouldn't be worried about an ex. We all have history. Life is too short to worry about shit like that. I was. I wish more divorced couples stayed friends. Our children would be happier, says Sean. Well, Sean, I think it's clear from this you said there was no children involved. And I think it would be fair to say if people have uh, still have contact with their ex and they have children... That's a different situation. They're keeping in contact for the sake of the children and in relation to the issues around the children. So that's a very different situation. But if you have no children, if you're just dating somebody and you've no children and you've no children from a previous relationship and they're still in contact with them, I think a lot of people might have a different issue about or a different, um, I suppose, opinion on it. Let me go to Darianne. Darianne, you're on Classic Kids. How you doing, Darianne? Good, Niall. Good. Um, yeah, no, I, I, I was in a situation similar to that and I found it extremely extremely difficult and I mean my my thinking is well why do you bother having the ex if if, you know you want to be in so what I mean what what how could it have gone wrong if you can be so friendly right and um but I think it does it can cause friction and how often was he was he texting or calling or uh oh he was but constantly talking about her oh that's a bad that's a bad sign yeah. Oh, my ex never did that. Oh, my ex never did this. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, it wasn't even that. It was all the great things the ex did. And, all right. um, and then, um, yeah, calling and talking and then eventually going to see her. But anyway, I was finished by that time. What? Did but, he end up having an affair with her? Well, I don't know whether it was an actual affair, but he ended up going back to see her. And you see, that's like, you know, if, if you split up from someone, I think I was with respect. For the other partner, you don't do it. Mm. You know, I mean, I, 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 the husband in or the partner in that case, I think it's the girl that's keeping in touch with the guy is at fault because why does she feel she has to do that? Yeah, no, I, like I, 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 that's what my thinking on it is. An ex is an ex for a reason. Yes. Yeah, yeah. you're not with them anymore because you obviously didn't get on with them. You know, exactly. I mean, I, I see Kev was texting. Mind you, he was texting in about the dreams as well. You know, Kev, I think you're having a relationship with a fan, with a fantasy that could be concerning for your partner. <laughs> but um, he did text it about the dreams earlier on, but I didn't dare read it out to Michael because I knew he was taking the piss. Um, uh, but in saying that, you think that it's not possible to have a relationship or a friendly relationship with an ex because it'll always go. A st- you think it might always go a step further. Yeah, it, it's not that it's not possible. I mean, I would have had with my ex, ex-husband, I would have been in touch because we, out of respect for my children and to keep them 
you know, on straight and narrow when it came to the pair of us. But, um, but it didn't, I, I, it's, it's not a friendship. It's a different sort of a communication. And I mean, I think if you go down that road of friendship, you would be questioning why, why did the person leave in the nice. first place and what are they doing with me? You know, and I, I do, I, I'm not going to go out to that person. Okay, well, stay there for a second because James, you're on Classic Hits. Hey, do James. How's it going now? Oh, jeez, it's you, James. It's been a while. <laughs> it's been a couple of weeks, James. Where have you been? Unfortunately, you. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. lockdown, <laughs> lockdown, James, yeah. I'm actually on a COVID lockdown, quarantine. Oh, you're in quarantine? Oh. Yeah. Do you have it? Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I got tested today. So. And, and why, wow. did you, why did you get tested? I just been walking on Tuesday. felt a bit dizzy. Sore, scratchy throat. My joints were sore, and I said it to the boss. He told me to ring the GP. Right. I had to fill out the form. The GP said I should go for the test because you know the way they have to recommend you. Yeah, yeah. And then I went for the test today. Right. Okay. And so, okay, so you feel like you have the flu kind of thing? Yeah. I feel a bit run down, but like I don't yeah. feel anything. That's major. what I'm saying. You've kind of flu symptoms. You flu symptoms. Yeah. 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 But well, the I doctor mean... said there's no flu going. So. Right, okay. Right, okay. <laughs> yeah, work that one out for yourself. So, yeah. yeah. So, so you think you probably might, you could have it. Well, I, by the way, you need to let us know now. So now that you, everybody's thinking at home as James got the COVID. You know what I mean? <laughs> I say there's people at home praying, I do. <laughs> well, in, in, in saying that, look, at the age you were at, look, it's not probably... Fine, yeah. yeah, it's not... More than likely. Yeah, you'll be fine. Uh, it would be very unlikely that anything bad would happen to you. And I'm not really put it that way. Yeah, okay. Well, getting back to this particular conversation, how would you feel if your missus, you know, wanted to keep up a friendly relationship with yeah, her ex? She wouldn't be my missus, no. <laughs> right. <laughs> right, I know where we're going with this, so. Yeah, okay, yeah. so that just wouldn't be happening, James. Nah, no. And are you the jealous type? No, I wouldn't be jealous, but just over the long term I'd be thinking does he have feelings for her does she still have feelings for him are they going to like, start thinking oh, why did I leave them do you know time that if you hit turbulence in the relationship yeah you know and they, are they going to be the shoulder to cry on are they going to be going for afternoon tea and coffee or going for a oh. dinner it's just would you, why would you want to be dealing is she, with is she telling them about all the problems we might problems, have problems yeah yeah calling you this this and is he twisting the knife and you know like does he still have feelings for her hoping something more will come of it like, no, it's because it, as Danny it said, is a recipe not, for disaster. I think. Yeah, yeah, and I just think it's a, it can put a massive spanner in the works, understandably, because like you'd be sitting at home thinking, right, my partner's out now with our ex having dinner. But now, now nobody suggested going out for contacts. Well, like, we are talking about phone yeah. calls here. Okay, well, yeah. okay, and, and okay. So let's say he suggests, like, let's go for a meal and a, a real catch up. Is he going to be able to say anything then? Does he have to put up with it? Mm. Yeah. You know, like, how far is it just going to stay off phone calls and texts? It's just weird. Yeah. Okay, well, what would happen if, let's say, your wife had a female friend, mm-hmm. or a male friend, should I say, a male mm-hmm. friend, and, you know, in work, you know, good, mm-hmm. and does she have male colleagues in work? Yeah, it's some, yeah. yeah. Okay, and, and if she said to you, oh, I was out today, we, myself and John, you know, in work, uh, you know, we had lunch again today, we, we kind of go out for lunch together every day. Yeah, but see, they don't have a history. There's no record there of inti- intimacy or anything like that. But it could start. Now, like, it could start. Yeah, I hate to worry about it. It could start. Yeah, it could start. It could start. I know that's where a lot of affairs do start. Yeah. In work, because you spend so much time with the person. Yeah. Like, I would be kind of like, if it was every day and like, they were all bestie, bestie texting each other after work, and I'd be kind of like, I would think it's mildly inappropriate to become chums, you know, like constantly, yeah. like, each other's shoulder, you know. I just, uh, I think to a degree, like I, I couldn't give a shit if it was once in a blue moon. 
But then I think if they're bestie, bestie pals and she only starts this new job and there's this new guy in the scene, I kind of think to yourself, who the hell is this guy? <laughs> you do you sound know? like you're jealous. You're a jealous Yeah, type. nah, nah. No, like, don't get me wrong. Like, it's like, if you were, if, a Because yeah, sometimes know, you can be onto something. But if you were out somewhere, let's say, with her, I'm sure you've had exes, yeah? You've had a few exes? Mm-hmm. Okay, so you were out, say, doing a bit of shopping in Liffey Valley or whatever it is, right? And, you know, and one of your exes sees you with your missus and comes over and goes, James, hi, James. Nah, that wouldn't be Hi, happening. how are you? <laughs> no, 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 no. No? No, we wouldn't even look at each other, possibly. <laughs> right, okay. <laughs> wouldn't even acknowledge each other. But would that be even, would that be appropriate if you were friendly with a person? No. Mm, yeah, like, like, I'm like a bull, you know, oh, how's it going, how's things, grand, like a quick two-second hello, goodbye kind of thing. Yeah, not remember but, like, that, remember that, like, remember that night we went out? And, uh, yeah, that would yeah. be, uh, that would be very inappropriate. Yeah, or, 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 or oh, I seen Johnny down the shops and we went for a cup of coffee, I'd be kind of like, yeah, you did what? But most females are like. But is that an insecurity? Of, Some people would say that's controlling. Like, yeah, absolutely. Well, it's a it's a paranoid, a paranoid. Now, sometimes you have to be kind of like that's a bit strange. You know, if you're if you're going to ground in a bubble and just think ah, everything's perfect, well, well don't I be mean, surprised if you get bit. People talk about control, and no matter what way you look at it, there's an element of control in being in a relationship. An element of it, because of course, because you can't you, because you can't go off as pretend you're single. You you have to act like you are in a relationship. Yeah, exactly. Like, so that is an element great. of control. It does control yeah. how you your life operates. It doesn't mean the person is controlling you. You've decided to allow that control over your own life. Absolutely, like because there's boundaries. Doesn't I'm sure. That yeah, there's exclusivity. Yeah, absolutely. Like, and there's a difference between friendliness and friend. I don't mind friendliness, but then if your partner's playing into flirt and she's telling you, ah, it's just a bit of banter, you know, like, come on. Seriously, would you put up with that now? No. No, I don't no. think anybody would. I, I no, personally no. don't believe anybody would. I asked Tara today and Selena, and they both said they wouldn't either. You know, I mean, if it's just a... Oh, no, even a one-off, to be honest with you, it'd be a bit strange why suddenly an ex is texting you out of the blue. That'd be odd. But that'd probably even be odder, to be honest with you. Oh, it'd be... Do you want to come out for a cup of coffee and a chat? <laughs> and you just sit at home. Yeah, no problem, love. Wave it out the door. Seriously. <laughs> Somebody says, James is right on, Niall. Yeah, he is. Yeah, 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 absolutely. He probably yeah. is right. Uh, well, okay, keep texting, keep WhatsApping. The number's 087. Niall? Yeah, one double eight. Oh, sorry, one double eight triple zero eight. Yes, Terry Allen. Sorry, I just want to wish uh, James very well. Oh, okay. Thank you, Terry Allen. I just wish him a happy He's birthday or something. Like yeah. Sure, it'll be fine. Sure, yeah. it'll be fine. Yeah, you will be fine, yeah. <laughs> I mean, look, yeah. No, I'm just talking about, um, Leo came out and said that that it was here in December. And I swear to God, I had it in December in half the country. But it was I flu did, season as well, you know what I mean? No, it wasn't flu because I, I went to the doctor, I had the cough, I had the temperature, I didn't know I had the temperature. Mm-hmm. And uh, I had the whole, the, the, the three things you'd be tested for now. And I fell down for two days where I could not move. And that doesn't mean you had COVID-19, but no, no. I, I mean, I had last February, as you might remember, the only time in nine years I've ever taken time off work. I was out of I was out of work here for a week, nearly a week. It was actually four days. I was out of work. And then as soon as I came back, Helena had to go out because she cut it off me. 
But it was, I ended up in bed in pneumonia. I had a doctor, I had to go to my own doctor's office and he kept me in the office for two and a half hours and said I wasn't allowed to leave unless my temperature went down. He was calling an ambulance. That's how bad I was. I ended up in pneumonia. So in saying that, a lot of people have symptoms. I had the cough, I had the temperature, I had the, the problem breathing, I was even had to go yeah. for an x-ray in my chest. So a lot of people have had, you know, the flu and kind of think, oh, I might have had COVID. There are, they are saying there probably was some cases at end of November, December, um, you know, of maybe Chinese travellers who had gone to France or maybe possibly gone to France and then met somebody in France who came to Ireland and came to England. So it's quite possible there are isolated cases around Europe. Well, I was in touch with somebody at that time who come from France. Mm-hmm. So, you know, but anyway, I'm, I'm only just saying that. I mean, I, I, but I just hope James is going to do fine. And ah, he'd be grand. He's a trooper. Be grand. Yeah. Sharon, you're on Classic Hits. How you doing, Sharon? <laughs> Good evening, Niall. How are you? Good evening, Sharon. Oh, we were on this subject of uh, trusting your exes. Uh, we've gone back into COVID again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. We're trying to get out. We're, we're trying, just trying to get away from COVID tonight. <laughs> well, Everything comes back to COVID. Myself and Helena Sorry. and Ashling are banging our heads off walls every day because we're trying to think of you know topics that are not COVID related. Away from it. Yeah, yeah but yeah. everybody just wants every. I mean, everybody you meet. On the street. It's like there's nothing else happening in the world. There's no more bombs going off in the world. There's no more wars in Syria. There's no more, you know, refugees around the world. There's no more bad news. Everything is just COVID, 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 COVID. (laughs) Bring back Brexit, I say. Oh, simpler God. times now. Yeah, simpler, simpler times. times. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I mean, do you remember Brexit for about a year? Sky News was just Brexit, 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 Brexit. I mean, and we were all going off for fuck's sake. But at least we could go on holidays. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Turn it off. Oh, dear. Uh, bring back Brexit, I say. Okay, with well, Sharon, if you're in a relationship, are, are you currently in a relationship, Sharon? Um, no, I'm not. Uh, okay. I'm, I'm one of those um, kind of... Uh, Seriously cheated on people, and therefore I should have my trust incredibly dented. But I'm also the Gullible. eternal, the, uh, the eternal optimist, Nile. Right. Actually, that there's mm. other people out Gullible. there. Yeah. Um, well, you might as well be optimistic. So, uh, <laughs> so uh, if if you're with a guy and he's still contacting, and I'm not saying sex texting, and you've even looked at his phone, and they're just friendly texts like, how are you? Have a good weekend. How's the missus? How's things? You know, I mean, and with his ex. I mean, how would you feel about that? Look, I think every relationship is different, and every situation is different. Exes are generally exes for a reason, but often there is, you know, one-sided, unfinished business or whatever. And, um, you know, I personally was burnt by this, on Christmas Eve, I'll never forget it, I was working in a pub, I was setting up my first veterinary practice, and to fund it, I was working in the pub, and it was Christmas Eve, and I was dressed in this very naughty little Santa outfit with fire boots and everything. Well, um, the last time I saw you at a listener party, you had a Madonna outfit on you, so I, I know, it wouldn't I be unusual for you, Sharon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, no, and he was, the, the, my, my fellow was supposed to pick me up from the pub, um, and he'd gone to see his, his ex, to see the daughter, Christmas Eve and he hadn't turned up to pick me up from the pub and I had to walk two miles to see where he was and got to his house and saw him frolicking on the sofa with his ex so um, no. you know we all get we all get burnt ah. by these things if there's still feelings and you know there's still feelings it's the all dirty swine it's <laughs> well you put it better than I did James sorry I couldn't say that <laughs> you know what, Niall, what I just loved you said a few minutes ago was your definition of being in a relationship was you're not being controlled, you are 
committing to another person and therefore you are offering yourself to the, con- the self-control. The self-control of, not, of a relationship, of, yes. Of not having those other contacts. And, you know, you know my the recent guy I've been with since I was in Ireland. I mean, he was terribly unfaithful. And he never committed to the control because control for him was an issue if you're trying to control me, if you want to know where I am and what I'm doing, blah, blah, blah. Well, it was because he was always off doing bad things. But um, if you trust someone, and, I mean, you you know, you, you're in a great relationship with Karen. You you, you wouldn't dream that she'd no. be doing anything, and, and she wouldn't dream that you would because no. you're committed to each other. And I think that's the difference. It, you know, you can't take temptation out of everybody's path every day. It's going to be there. And if you want to stay in a relationship because you want to be with that person, it doesn't matter what temptation comes along. I've always said, John will do stand in front of me and drop his trousers and say, come on, baby. And I'd say, sorry, mate, you're married. But Yeah, you but know, women have this strange opinion of men that, you know, if we're in a bar somewhere, you know, and the girlfriend is not around or the partner is not around and we're off in Spain with the lads... And that this busty-looking blonde Swedish girl comes over to you, looking great, and <laughs> says, "Me and you, ups- me and you- I've painted the picture here, haven't I? Me and you upstairs right now. Nobody oh, will ever boy. find out that most men would do it, and I disagree. I don't think most men would do it. I sadly, I just know so many that do and would, and I know people that seem in lovely, committed, married relationships. I've always had a lot more male friends than female friends, and hung around with rugby guys and whatever. And I've seen even what seems to be the best relationships, I've seen the guys not not be decent. So I think it's really hard. And women do the same, of course. I'm not yeah, saying it's yeah, all one just, I, I, think, I think women cheat just as much as men, but just don't get caught. Yeah, I mean, as I say, I think, you know, it's, it's about the person and it's about their commitment to the relationship. I think, you, you know, if your person is committed to you, it doesn't matter what temptation you put in their way, they're committed to you. But if there's any doubts or any trust... Temptation will come whether it's from an ex, whether it's from a chat up in a bar, whether it's from an online whatever. There's always going to be temptation out there. And if that person isn't committed to you, you know, trying to prevent them from having contact with other people isn't going to keep them yours. They've got to want to stay yours to be yours. You know? well, by the way, Jerry ann do you think every man would take the opportunity? I, I, I would say, um, not even I'd say... Give I me know. a percentage. What percentage of men do you think, you know, if there's a lo- lovely looking lady, busty lady from Sweden in the middle of a bar in Spain and nobody can ever find out about it and she says, me and you upstairs now, quick one. 99. Ah, stop. James, I'm to, no, James, no, no, help no, me no, here. No, Work with I me here. Of people I've had who it. Have I've had it often on a plate and I've refused many times. On a plate? <laughs> on a plate. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> no. I'm a good-looking chap now, like I told you before. I'm a fine book. Yeah, sure, <laughs> James. Yeah, was no praise no, like self-praise. No, but hold on, come here. It's like what uh, Sharon said, self-control now. It is you know, self-control. I don't just give in to the primitive impulses. Yeah. I'm able to control myself, like. Yeah, I mean, don't get me wrong. I think we all have primitive impulses, particularly when it comes to men, you know, more so than women. I suppose men have those. I mean, look, we still have that DNA within us, uh, men, which is to go out and sow our seed and repopulate the world. Uh, But in saying that, if you're in a committed relationship, you wouldn't do it. And I'm very disappointed, Darianne and Sharon, that you you think that little of men. It's not that I think that's... Just because little. you've I been stung. I know of... of um, I, I talk to people. I know but you've of, been stung and so was Sharon multiple yeah, times. But that's, but that, no, that's not the point. I know of a group of guys who went to Portugal last year and the place was full of um, oh, um, prostitutes, gorgeous looking ones. 
from all over the place. Right. And and I can tell you what went on. Uh, you know, I've been around the block. I've lived. I've seen. Yeah, but that doesn't mean that 99... You said 99% okay. of the men would do it. Not yeah, 99 okay. She's going to reduce it to 90%. Put probably. it this way. <laughs> if, you, if you knew, uh, or if I knew my husband had gone on a golfing outing to Thailand, I wouldn't go near him with a 40-foot pole again. I'm all, I know you know something. I'm I'm always just... I'm, this is between the three of us, right? Or the four of us, right? <laughs> I'm always suspicious of lads of going to Thailand. <laughs> I don't know what it is. I knew I knew a lad, and he was about fifty, uh, going back about twenty years ago, and he used to go to Thailand for the month every year. Now this guy was the ugliest looking critter you've ever seen in your life, but he used to go to Thailand for a month every year, and I know what he was up to. I absolutely know what he was up to. Mm-hmm. You know, dirty mm-hmm. and swine. The bishops and almonds out there. The bishops. Yeah, I was out there and I knew there was one in a hotel, the Grace Hotel it was called. And yeah. uh, at the time, but we'll let him rest in peace now. But anyway, yeah, I'm telling you. Yeah, bless me, Father, for I have sinned. <laughs> okay, but okay. So back to you. Oh, by the way, Sharon, somebody put a really good message up here on Facebook, right? In relation to what we're talking about, you know, would you have a problem with you know your partner continuing a, a friendly relationship, not a sexual one, with their ex? Somebody said, "What about Facebook?" Because their self, it's is it acceptable to be friends uh, with an ex on Facebook? This is something my partner and I disagree on a lot. Now, obviously, they disagree because either it's one or the other of them must have friends or exes on Facebook. So. Is, is that a, would that be Sharon? Is that a problem? I think uh, I, I can only say the same thing again. If your partner is is your partner who's committed to you, um, you know, if you, you you could check his Facebook all day long, it doesn't matter who's messaging him. He's he's going to be friendly or not friendly or whatever. It's only if if he's actually looking for the opportunity to you know to be tempted over to to, to the other side. Um, I'm in big know. shit, so I have 74,000 friends on my Facebook page. It's all about trust. And if I'd, I'd love to know, you know... Um, yeah, but trust is you know, not given. Sure. Yeah, but if, if, I mean, if you're in a, a good relationship and you trust each other, um, I actually think it'd be lovely to not actually have to wonder who they're contacting on their phone, because... You Facebook know, has moved the goalpost, but because before well, it was just a phone. All of these things, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I think Facebook is probably responsible for a lot of relationship breakdowns. Yeah, mm-hmm. it will be because yeah. it's so easy and it's so. Because you've got these creatures, yeah, these creatures coming from the past, you know, back to yeah. haunt people. Mm-hmm. And then as soon as you hit a bump in the road, and all that, like the ex-partner, etc., is only a message away. <laughs> Where did you yeah. go? That you didn't have that. Oh, they go so, on Facebook and do that usual post. Having a bad day, and everyone goes, "Okay, hon, PM me." <laughs> <laughs> it's true, isn't it? So, I mean, so it's Facebook, James, for you. If your missus had an ex on Facebook, I don't know how many friends she had. Maybe your average person probably has one and a half, two thousand friends. If your missus had an ex on Facebook, <laughs> would that be the same as having an ex on the phone? Jesus, <laughs> um, you're in trouble later, James. I can tell you if your missus. Has this show. <laughs> No, can we I talk to your missus? Right. We've never got to talk to your missus. God love her. Yeah. Can we talk she to her? She likes to listen. <laughs> she likes to listen. She likes to listen. But, right, go on. Yeah, no, 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 yeah, I wouldn't be up for that. Personally. No, you wouldn't be, you're not up for much at all, are you? Nah, just to let, no, maybe, right. No, because look, these people are being romantic before, and you never know, as the, like, a heart never splits 50-50. So, this, usually somebody is, 
still has intentions. And let's say your partner breaks up with them, they still have intentions. You're going through a rough patch and they're still, you know, friend, laughy, daffy, daffy, and all that crap. And then, you know, it's just sometimes putting your hand out to be slapped. Or she puts a picture of herself on Facebook and an ex puts a comment up, looking great, looking, fun. Yeah, looking stunning. Are you winding me up? <laughs> <laughs> but that's, it's not her fault if, if a guy puts that up on them. Ah. <laughs> What? Yeah, well, it kind of is because she still has them on her Facebook. <laughs> does it, it does a delete button. Well, James, if you tell her she looks stunning, she doesn't need to do that on Facebook. So come on. No, but no, well, uh, I will be honest. I will be honest. Her own confidence because she doesn't My... feel valued or, or, or appreciated. I no, I don't. I don't necessarily buy that, Sharon, because I know people who are in relationships. And they would constantly tell their missus how wonderful and beautiful they are, but yet their missus might still be putting, you know, some attention-seeking stuff up on Facebook. Yeah, Looking for that, maybe maybe it's just not enough for their own partner who they hear saying it all the time. They want the attention of multiple men. Well, that's different people. The fact that I mean, some ladies like to make their partner jealous. Yeah, well, not too. Yeah. They like to see that their partner sees male, other male attention. attention to yeah. keep them on his toes. There's definitely that kind of uh, person out there. Yeah, oh, absolutely, know? there is. So they, they get, Very no, it's a multifaceted issue. <laughs> you know, it's not really black and white. But, like, I think, like Sharon said, it's each to their own. But I wouldn't just give trust to somebody I get with straight away. It has to be earned. Right, okay. Like, like and Sharon, I'm not being bad. Maybe that's why you end up with these guys all the time. Because maybe you just <laughs> give trust. And no, I'm not, I don't mean that as an insult. I'm, I'm being genuine. No, no, no. I, I, I now know why I end up with these guys all the time. So I've um, changed a few issues that I have. But... Mm. Um, well, by the way, you're not, why are you, are you thinking that you're blaming yourself for these guys having affairs? Uh, no, no. I mean, I've, I've, oh, I've through having this partner who wasn't great and had massive issues and alcoholism and all sorts of things. I've gone through a lot of um, treatment protocols um, uh, to assist him, and those protocols sure. have showed me things about myself that I needed to look at. Right. So, you know, I've, there's, there's some good has come. You know, and what's the story with you? Are you mad or something? Like, do they? Is there something? Are you a bit eccentric? Sharon, are you a vet, Sharon? She is a vet. Yeah. Yeah. You see, no, I guess she has that wounded deer syndrome, where she comes across a man that's completely shattered, and she kind of has that mentality where I can fix him. I've always done that. I've always done that. I'm not doing that anymore. That's part of the issue. Is right. So you're purposely picking guys who have a fault to try and fix them. Purposely. It's a, something that, that, that happens intrinsically. You don't have the control of, but somebody that is a, is a technically wounded animal, um, you know, this massive thing in me goes out to them of, you know, you poor thing, I can make things better for you. And all you do is end up getting treated like a doormat. So this, this is... I didn't know that was a syndrome. Thanks, James. I didn't know that was a syndrome. Yeah, massively. <laughs> so, so you think you're like the Florence Nightingale? <laughs> Those lines. The, only thing, the only thing is that you normally only fix animals, <laughs> but not, not human beings. I'm good with the broken animals. Yeah, she's like Doctor Doolittle. This woman, I swear to God. <laughs> I, I'm looking at some of the texts here. Colin the milkman, by the way, says, "I'm sorry to hear that Sharon is single again. Uh, we're not all the same. There's some. Per- uh, there's someone out there perfect for you." Ah, that's oh, nice. I'm sure there is. I'm not. Where, I'm, busy. Where is I'm busy at the moment. <laughs> I'm busy, too busy rescheduling the festival. Which oh, is, uh, I know, I know. Busy, busy, but uh, yeah, yeah. The know, the, the uh, Forever Young Festival. Yeah, yeah, it's, I know. Yeah, it's actually, I have to say, because a lot of your listeners are our, are our clients, and the support we've received has been phenomenal. Um, I mean, I, I don't know, James. You didn't go to the festival last year. It was a great festival. Forever Young. No, what? 
I'm not a festival goer. Ah, stop with you. You're, uh, I mean, it's Honestly, yeah, it was a great festival. It was all eighties bands, you know. The Bronsky Beat stole the show, but anyway. Um, so the, the the festival was due to go ahead again in July this year, but unfortunately, it's not going to go ahead. I assume. No, we've had to move it back a year. We hope to run it in September, but it's just not going to be feasible. So, well, you know, how we can you run it with social distance? And yeah, like I, I see, I don't see this the way the government see it. Maybe at the moment, they're saying that social distancing will be the new norm until a vaccine becomes available, and we might never have a vaccine. I there's, There is no way we're going to be able to have gigs like Forever Young or the gigs in the three arena that will be financially viable if people have to keep social distance. Could you imagine, no, could you imagine that in the front of a stage telling everyone to stay two metres apart? After like, <laughs> nobody's going to do that. Well, it's not Let's put them all into cubes or something. Look at, you know, I don't know what it's like around your way, but, you know, in the first few weeks of lockdown around here, I could drive to the shop and drive back and wouldn't see a single soul on the road. Now it's just like every day out there. People are just walking on the street. Everyone's meeting up. People have just, the, the whole lockdown fatigue has, has, has kicked in already. And so the chance of people actually listening to the whole, that those that are worried about it will and those that have blatantly, you know, ignored it most of the time, we'll carry on ignoring it. So we'll just go around the same old spiral. But um, Oh, by the way, do, but, just an interesting question I thought I'd ask you. Is there, like, a dog version of, you know, a coronavirus, like the flu or oh, COVID-19? Corona, corona's in animals. Um, oh, is it? In, in different, uh, slightly different strains. But do but have dogs ever had a pandemic that, you know... Not, not in this way. Um, and there are, you know, the, the coronavirus that, you know, there's more corona, there is corona, but it's different strains. And they are only probably in the last 10 years has been vaccines that we've created for them. But uh-huh. it's not a huge thing and it's not a big pandemic type thing. It doesn't spread like wildfire. Like because dogs, things, I suppose, are not in contact with each other very much. So they, well, they, they are. Much, you know, they run out, they sniff each other's bums and noses. I know, but generally speaking, they're not in way. contact. They're in your house most of the time. So that, they're not like human beings. They're not social creatures. Yeah, it's spread in a different way. Yeah. The strains that we're talking about in, in, in those animals. But, you know, I mean, that's where all the hoo-ha came that, you know, this came out of the Chinese markets of, you know, the the, the way they treat, um, you know, pets and, and reptiles animals, and, yeah. and wild animals as, as food. And, and mm, it's despicable, isn't it? I don't, care, I don't care about any culture, but it's despicable to, to when you see some of the videos. Oh, but stop. they've, but, you know, they've, through this, that they've banned, um, you know, the the meat festival, and there's been a huge change now. So, again, horrific situation that we've had with COVID, but some, you know, some good is coming out from this in in, in lots of ways. Yeah, and I, I think we're probably going to have a lower um, uh, amount of people this year would have had the, the flu and obviously common colds because we're not in contact with as many people no, exactly. now at the moment. Okay, yeah. but so I'd say there, uh, I'm going off the CBC, you just get drawn back into bloody COVID again, don't you? Um, uh, Caroline, you're on Classic Kids. How are you doing, Caroline? Hi there. Hi, Caroline. Is it okay to have a friend who's an ex? Um, You know, if, I don't know. I don't really know if it's already working for me. Right. Um, I guess it is for people who have had a healthy relationship and then they could maybe stay friends. Or for people who have had a toxic relationship, I think it's kind of difficult to let go, but better for for everyone, really. Yeah, okay, so you've, you've been cheated on. Yeah, I guess you could call it cheating. He was addicted to online dating apps. So, oh. yeah, it's cheating. Oh, of well, course. Right, okay. And did he ever meet any of the people on the online dating apps? Well, he kept saying to me that he... You know, he was just doing it because he was drunk and he just wanted to see what was out there. Right. And 
you know, I would find the numbers of the girls that he got from, I don't know, Badu or I don't, I shouldn't be saying any names, but you know, those dating apps that yeah, there yeah. out there. Plenty whatever. of fish and all the other ones. Plenty and... of fish and all that. Yeah. Plenty of whatever. Plenty of whatever. Plenty of. <laughs> <laughs> and um, so, yeah, I, I don't really know what he was. I mean, that's quite ballsy, isn't it? To put your, your profile while you're in a relationship, to put your profile up on, you know, Tinder or Badu or whatever it happens to be. It's quite a ballsy thing to do, isn't it? I mean, I, I don't know. I, you know what, Niall? I think there's a lot of pe- people that have... Have you heard of this thing, an addiction? It's called um, addiction to online dating apps and sexting and all that, the online stuff. Right. I, 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 I'm assuming there is an addiction to it. Yeah, there, there probably is. And maybe it's people just want some sort of affirmation or attention of that's, some description. That's what I thought. I, at the beginning, yeah. I just thought he was being, you know, drunk and looking for attention. And, you know, and you kind of blame yourself and you're like, okay... Is it me? And Am I then, not giving them enough attention? Of, yeah. Yeah. And then after a while, you know, they keep saying they're sorry. They won't do it again. They were just drunk. But I mean, it's not just the alcohol after a while. Like when you're doing that, you can, if you did that once or twice, like a one-off. But if you're doing that through the whole relationship, like for all, like three years I was with him. Like you're probably wondering, like, what was I doing, you know, staying with someone um, that long? But and was, guess, he, you know, was he chatting to them, like private messaging and stuff as well? just like dating profiles and then obviously he must have got numbers because I had found right. you know, WhatsApp numbers and stuff. So yeah, he would have been chatting with them. And oh, then, okay. That's the end know, of that. That's so the end of that, really. Yeah. Of cheating. Of course, no, it's not, it's, like, not, it's not just a form of cheating. It is cheating. Well, it is cheating in a way, even though you don't actually find the person, you know, um, like yeah. the girl who was talking earlier on, the woman was, you know, she came and she saw her fella or something, her ex frolic him with someone else. Was <laughs> that was Sharon, else. yeah. It's not, you know, exactly. So it's maybe not the same thing, but still, like, you're, you know, it's still a form of cheating. That's that's what I think. I, 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 when people say it's a form of cheating, I just think sex texting or, you know, talking to strange women that you've never met through dating apps or whatever, I just think it is cheating. I mean, James, am I wrong in saying that? It is cheating, isn't it? Yeah, it's definitely ropey, isn't it? No. Well, it's not just ropey, it's cheating. <laughs> and how did it end then, Caroline? What did you do? Did you just say, listen, I've enough of this, see you now? Definitely, I had to. I, I just thought it was part of this kind of um, addictive personality, you know, being addicted to... Um, being addicted? Alcohol, <laughs> being a dickhead as yeah, well. Yeah. And, and you have to value yourself. Language. You have to and value yourself. being addicted to, you know, alcohol or just kind of like addictive personality, like a lot of people who have addictions, you know... Um, yeah, drink destroys a lot of uh, I don't relationships. Know. You just keep making excuses, I guess. But at the end, like I, my argument with him was his was was, oh, I was just drunk. It was the alcohol. I'm foolish. But you know, yeah, I'm not, I, not I would nothing happened. But I'd say to him, nothing happened because maybe on her part she didn't want it to happen. Yeah. But it's not saying that if there had been an opening there, you would have gone. Yeah, you know absolutely. I mean? Because as soon as I left him, like it would have been maybe one or two months later, he still you know, went ahead and, and found someone. So was it just because I was maybe around? or I don't know. I just And how long that. were you with him? Um, three years. About three years. Yeah, three years, sorry. Yeah. Okay, cheapers. And did, did you, I mean, did you know this early into the relationship or was it only towards the end? No, I, I knew it maybe after two years. Okay, all right, so you yeah, kind of stuck with it. Yeah, I was quite it. good at hiding it at the beginning and then after, because I wasn't really the type that would really kind of, you know, look at phones and he was. But, you know, that was the crazy thing about it is that most cheaters, 
are the ones that are really jealous and Absolutely. insecure and possessive. Whereas I was kind of like, whatever, you know, what am I going to be? The cheaters are always the like one. Woman, you know? The cheaters, <laughs> cheaters are always the ones who will accuse you of cheating. So exactly. if, if they're cheating, they will accuse you of it to justify their own cheating. And that's what they do. That's what cheaters do. Mm-hmm. That's and that's keep crazy. the heat off themselves. Yeah, it does takes the heat off them. Yeah, yeah, you yeah, feel yeah. bad. Yeah. Because <laughs> definitely, it's kind of a form of uh, gaslighting as well. Like, it is not gaslighting. All cheaters are narcissistic, but like it would be coming to the you know kind of narcissistic. They kind of like do the gaslighting and yeah, you know mm-hmm. they're pathological kind of liars. And did he do the gaslighting? Did he, did he did he go off it for maybe a few days and buy you flowers and bring you to a restaurant and kind of gaslight you for a while and then go back to it again? Yeah, yeah, it's kind of a pattern, isn't it? It's kind yeah. of just, mm. they're just toxic people, really. So I think in that kind of case, then no, you shouldn't, Yeah, you know, wish them well, but well Off away you from you. Yeah, but well <laughs> away from you. I mean, you never had that issue, Sharon, did you, with them going on dating websites? Oh, God, I mean, uh, well, from, from recent experience, it wasn't going on dating websites, it was going on... Real um, dates. Prostitutes. <laughs> oh, what? Even the prostitute addict. So, all right, okay. Yeah. Right, okay. Kettle of fish, and it, it was all to do with his massive issues and stuff, but hey ho, never mind. Yeah. Um, he was a fairly unique case, but. Um, yeah. So, I, you know, I just think that, um, you know, listening to, you know, your other lady there and what she was saying, it's a similar thing, you know. If, if, if that person was in a relationship with someone that he was committed to, he wouldn't need the dating apps, you know, the same with my chat wouldn't need to be looking at prostitutes. So, um, you know, it's it's all about being in an open, trusting relationship with good communication that makes you committed to each other, which is how you started the conversation. Yeah, exactly. All right, well, listen, thank you very much indeed, Caroline. Are you with somebody nice now? Have you met somebody nice? No, no, I'm having a break. I'm fine. I'm having a break. <laughs> there ready. you go. All right, listen, James, thanks. See ya. Okay, no bye. And, and by the way, thanks, Caroline. Thanks, uh, Sharon. And, and James, best of luck, by the way, with the uh, the COVID test. You let us know, yeah. won't you? Uh, yeah, sure. I'm sure I'll be on at some stage. And Derry Ann, thank you very much indeed. I appreciate you coming on the air. All right. Real people. Real opinions. Real talk radio. The multi-award-winning Niall Boylan Show. Classic hits.